and welcome into the predictions episode on your favorite football podcast. I'm James. Alongside me is Raceland. And Raceland, today we have 20 games to pick from. We have 10 college games and 10 NFL games with the NFL starting up this Thursday night and going into Sunday and going into Monday. But let's start off with week one. We have Louisville going against the UCF Knights. UCF is a six and a half point favorite. Um... Raceland, I'm going to go with uh, UCF because I'm not <laughs> – based on what I saw from Louisville this past weekend, I'm not confident in them whatsoever. So I'm going to go UCF. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Louisville, ever since Lamar Jackson left, they just haven't really been the same And until they get another type player like Lamar Jackson or, or even when Bridgewater was there. Katie Bridgewater was there. They're not going to be the same. It seems like that team is is driven based off of one player, and it's usually a, a, a run-and-gun quarterback, a quarterback who can sling the ball, who can run the ball really well. Again, until they have that, I, I'm not going to trust them, so I, I'm going to take UCF here as well. Next up, we have the number one team in the nation, Alabama, taking the trip to Texas. Um, a massive favorite there at 20 points is Alabama. Um, I'm going to go with Alabama. I know that's a lot of points. However, Texas is uh, mismatched here in, a, in every single way. Imagination quarterback Bryce Young's better than Quint Ewers. Um, the tr- the game's going to be one in the trenches because Alabama is going to dominate the t- trenches, and just the athletes that Alabama has. And by the way, Nick Saban is the uh, is the the best coach in college football. So I'm going to take uh, Alabama here and the, the even at a uh, twenty point deficit yeah yeah i mean i there's no way i can't take bama here um i mean the reason i picked this game uh, again kind of like what i did for last week was if you look back at the miami of ohio and kentucky game the game was 16 and a half points um looking at this week the fact that bama in my opinion is only 20 point favorites i think alabama should be a 28 point favorite i don't think that Texas is good. I don't think they're going to be good at all. I mean, yeah, they have one of the best or one of the highly best highly talented quarterbacks in Quinn Ewers. But again, with Steve Sarkees and his head coach, I don't trust that team. So, I mean, you got to take Bama here. I I think you almost have to. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, speaking of Quinn Ewers, did you see he uh, his car was towed during the game? Yeah, this past weekend. Rough day. That's a rough day. <laughs> That's a rough day for him. Rough, rough day for the kid. Hopefully, the so, NIL deal can help him out. Hopefully, it can. Uh, moving on to the next game, we got South Carolina at 19, Arkansas. Arkansas is an eight point favorite. Again, kind of the same thing. Um, South Carolina didn't look all that good. Um, Spencer Rattler starting his first game. Again, didn't look all that good. So the fact that Arkansas is only eight-point favorite here um, kind of blew my mind. So, I mean, I, I think Arkansas should be at least a 12-point favorite as opposed to an eight. Uh, I'm taking Arkansas here. Yeah, I'm going to take Arkansas as well. I mean, if this game was at South Carolina, I might be a little bit hesitant there, but it's yeah. not. Um, and I, I just think the quarterback position is a lot more stable in Arkansas. I, I, Spencer Rattler, man, it just seems like – at the start of last year, it just kind of, kind of broke down for him. It just doesn't. He's not the same guy that 
lit up the scoreboard in previous years while he was at Oklahoma. So uh, maybe he can find a way because I hope he does for the I mean because you know I want him to be able to try to make a resume to go to the next level. But it just doesn't seem that way early on in his South Carolina career. No, it doesn't. Moving so, on. Um, no, we're doing two and two. Did you forget the rule already? Oh, uh, yeah. You get to remind me every week. Okay. Uh, so, next game, uh, number 22, Wake Forest at Vanderbilt. Wake Forest is an eight-point favorite. Um, Vanderbilt has looked like they don't belong in the cell of the SEC, um, especially when it comes to their Week Zero game and then the, the, the game this past weekend. Uh, Wake Forest... I'm still not convinced that they should be ranked in the top 25. Um, being at Vanderbilt, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, but I think Vanderbilt takes the victory here. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm taking Vanderbilt to, to, to win, so to beat the spread then, yeah. Yeah, I'm taking Vandy too because they, they lit up the scoreboard against Hawaii. I think, <laughs> look – they're at home. The fans are gonna be ruckus because they just they they they're one and zero. They actually looked really good offensively against Hawaii. Um, great yep. Wake Forest is a lot different. I think I saw too that Sam Hardman was cleared to go. Let me. I'm not sure. Let me look that up. Yeah, because I thought I just saw he was cleared to cleared to return. I don't want to get it wrong though because of this, you know, with him yeah. having. Yes, uh, just as three hours ago, ESPN reporting Sam Hartman cleared to play following a blood clot issue. Yeah, I'm still going to pick Vandy though because even if he comes back, it's going to take. He's going to be having. He's going to be a little rusty from. You know, that's a lot of stuff, man. That's a lot of real world stuff there outside of the game of football. So, I'm going to pick Vanderbilt and and I, I think Vandy. I don't think they're going to be anything to fear in the SEC, but I think two and zero is very realistic for them. Yeah. All right, now it's my turn. So moving on, we got turn. Tennessee taking the road trip to Pittsburgh to take on number seventeen Pitt. I'm going with Tennessee. I was not. I think was. I thought that Pitt West Virginia game was a great game to open up the college football season. That I think it showed why that game should be a yearly thing. But I think Tennessee can beat the Pittsburgh Panthers. And plus seven point spread. I mean, I'm taking the touchdown. Yeah, I mean, looking back to the game last Thursday with between Pitt and West Virginia, Pitt didn't look good at all. I mean, backyard rivalry, yeah, they won, but they won off of a pick six. I, I can't trust that, especially against a team like Tennessee, who is who's up and coming. Um, and I, I put these in yesterday before the uh, the. the the new new rankings came out. So Tennessee is ranked now. Um, yeah, the the fact that Tennessee is only a seven point favorite, I think, could be a little too too low. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Next up, we got the number twenty four Houston Cougars taking on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Um, it's on the road for Houston, and Texas Tech is a three point favorite. I'm going to go with Houston. I think it's going to be – I think Houston has the ability to win this game by two possessions, whether it be 10 points or 14. 
Um, so I, I feel pretty comfortable taking the, the Houston Cougars here. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Texas Tech, they, they could end up being a surprise team in the Big 12 this year. Uh, but Houston, they, they, they've been – they've had their up-and-down seasons. They're, they're in their um, ascent to being um, – having one of their top seasons within the past 10, 15 years. So uh, I, I'm going to take – this is tough. Being at Texas Tech could be could be trouble for Houston, but I'm going to go ahead and pick Houston anyway because I, I think that, like I said, I mean, they're, they're, they're on the uprise – from down slopes just two, three years ago. I think it's going to take another year or two for them to fall back down. But again, right now they're kind of hitting their, their peak for a couple of years. So I'm taking heat. Before we move on to the next game, we got a little bit of correction. We got to address uh, Vanderbilt is already two and oh, um, after they, uh, they squeaked out a win against Elon. So um, I'm already made my pick, so I'm sticking with it. But uh, I'm not too comfortable on our Vandy pick now. Well, well, well I, I mean. 42 I, I, to 31 I, against Elon. I mean, granted, your offense scored points, but Elon did too. The Elon quarterback went for 19 for 32, 333 yards and two touchdowns. Oof. Oof. No, I, I, I do. I, I... Yeah, that we might need a prayer circle, Raceland. <laughs> well, so, so I, I want to go back to something that you pointed out earlier. You know, if Sam Hartman does play, then he he is gonna. It's gonna take a second, or maybe even a half, to get some of the rust shaken off. So um, we'll have to again. That's that's one of the games we have to wait and see. Hopefully, we can get it right, but. Mess, whatever they play, I'll be I'll be texting you at kickoff a little prayer circle. That way we can get that game right. <laughs> oh, so, all right. So up next, we've got an in-state rivalry game. We've got Iowa State at Iowa. Uh, I already love what you put. <laughs> you put Iowa State, and then in quotation, <laughs> right next to the ST abbreviation for state, you put I-N-K-S. So Iowa State stinks. No, or Iowa stinks. Iowa stinks, man. That game was stinky. Iowa looks stinky. There ain't no way I'm taking Iowa in this game. No way. No chance. No, I refuse. Um, nope. I'm taking Iowa State. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, old Vince McMahon uh, theme song says, no chance in hell. You've got no chance. Iowa has no chance. Uh, scoring seven points, not scoring a touchdown, but a field goal and two safeties. I'm more along. I'm more along the lines of a, of a quote that I learned from a great Waffle House cook one time at two in the morning. I refuse. Uh-uh. I refuse. I refuse. Uh, yeah, Iowa State takes the win on this one. Uh, next up, we've got Kentucky, number 20 ranked Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky. Uh, again, the rankings have already, the rankings came out today. I did this yesterday, so don't jump on my back. But ranked Kentucky at number 12, Florida. Florida is a four and a half point favorite as of last night. Um, 
after having watched Florida just straight doo-doo on Utah. Uh, I'm taking Florida. I don't think it was straight doo-doo like you're referring to. It was a very close game. Um, it was doo-doo, James. It was doo-doo. I, I, I just fear. Like, I'm picking Florida, but I just fear, man, of the letdown. I just fear. But I'm still going to take Florida. You have the last two, sir. Moving on, we have Lincoln Riley and the USC Trojans taking on the Stanford Cardinal. Um, USC is favored at with a nine-point spread. I think that's a good I, – I think USC is going to run away with this one. Stanford is – they just have not been very good in the past. Now, under uh, Clay Helton and, and, and other regimes, I think this would be a game that USC would lose. Um, on the road, 7.30 kickoff. But I think Lincoln Riley is going to change those way of thinkings there in Southern Cal. So, Pat, you'll be happy to know I'm picking USC. Also, for those listening at home, you would be happy to know that Pat did not inter- turn heel on his wife. Um, West Virginia, he won that pick, even though they lost the game. So, um, yeah, West Virginia not number one that night, but close enough to where Pat didn't have to yell at his wife for liking the West Virginia Mountaineers. Move along. Right. Um, so, no, I agree. I mean, USC, new whole new regime, new quarterback, um, one of the top quarterbacks in the, in the country, one of the better offensive minds in the country, and Lincoln Riley, a head coach. Now, they granted, they did play Rice last week, so we're going to have to wait to see what they what they can do against better opponents. Um, but I'm not going to put Stanford in that better opponent category. Give me USC on this one. And the last game on the college football prediction slate, we got Baylor, who I think is number eight now. No, number nine. I think they're either eight or nine. Taking on BYU. Um, look, BYU's favorite. I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't see that. I, I'm gonna go with Baylor here. Maybe maybe they know something I don't because maybe they're smarter than I am, which wouldn't be hard to do. But um I'm not picking BYU here. I'm gonna go with Baylor. Yeah, no, I don't understand how BYU is favored. I mean, yeah, it's at, it's at BYU, but, I mean, again, if you go back and listen to the, the podcast we just recorded, um, I don't know why BYU is ranked. It's just, just no. Just no. Going back to what we said earlier, I refuse uh, Kimmy Baylor. All right, so moving on, um, Raceland, you got the first two games when it comes to the NFL slate of things, which kicks off Thursday night, um, which will be the morning. Uh, the well, actually, you'll be listening to it. You know, the, we're dropping this on the Thursday morning, so today, tonight, Raceland, uh, it's like a time machine we're in. Yes, we are in a time machine. Uh, so yeah, the game tonight, Thursday, whenever you're listening to this. Um, we're starting the season off strong. We're starting off the undisputed Super Bowl champion Rams hosting the oh-so-close team to making it last season, the Buffalo Bills. Um, going into that game into L.A., Buffalo is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. James, what do you make of this? Who, who are you taking? I'm going with the Rams. Look, 
it, it's going to be the banner unveiling. The crowd's going to be off the charts. You still have Matt Stafford. You bring in Allen Robinson in free agency. Cooper Cup is, I mean, he's what probably was, was the best receiver in the league last year. Cam Akers is going to be healthy. That defense is still going to be stout with Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. I get Buffalo is going to be really good this year. Buffalo is a lot of people's Super Bowl favorite. However, on this night, it could be a route. I mean, this could be, I wouldn't say a route, but like, you know, route in NFL terms, like 17 points. I could easily see the crowd playing a huge factor in this. And right now, I, I'm going to love the Ramsey-Stephon Diggs matchup. I can't wait to see that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams here. To go with the Bills on this one um, because I think they've got – they're coming in. They're, they're out for, for vengeance. They're out for blood. I mean, they lost in a playoff last year to a freaking coin flip. So I, I think they're going to come out and they're, they're ready to go. Von Miller against his old team now playing for Buffalo, going up against the Rams. Uh, Buffalo's got one of the hottest offenses and defenses in the league. They've got one of the best kickers in the league. Buffalo all around is a great team. So, so give me Buffalo to, to cover the two and a half spread. I mean, that's that's a must-watch uh, game. That's just a must-watch game. Oh, absolutely. It is. Absolutely. It is. Uh, so game number two then, starting off on Sunday. We have the Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, the, the Steelers just announced, what, I believe, Monday or Tuesday, that Mitchell Trubisky will be the starter. He is the, he is the team captain. Um, either way, no matter what quarterback they went with, whether if it was Trubisky or Pickett or, hell, even Mason Rudolph, um, I don't see them beating Cincinnati. However... Yeah. A six and a half point favor in the NFL is that's massive. It's big, but again, Cincinnati went out and they did what they needed to do in free agency and in the draft. They touched up their offensive line. Made it so much better now than what it was last year. They were thirtieth in offensive line ranking in the NFL last year. Um, they have. What could be in the what could end up being one of the best offensive lines this year in the in, in the NFL? Um, they went out and they got some key pieces in the draft for their on their defensive side. And I mean, it's 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 Joe Shiesty. He played in the Super Bowl last year. He, they were so close to winning. If Samadji P. Run can just dive for the football, we may be seeing the bang or the Bills or the Bills, Bengals, whoever the Bengals as the Super Bowl defending champion. So, I mean, even though they're only they're, – they're six and a half point favorite, like we said, that's big, I'm still taking the Bengals. Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals too because uh, I don't trust Mitch Trubisky, and I think the Bengals' offense with the improved offensive line is going to be way too much for Pittsburgh to be able to handle um, and try to keep up with on the scoreboard, especially with the unknown in offense. Um, granted, George Pickens looks good. Um, they still got Chase Claypool. Najee Harris is a stud. However, that quarterback situation is not good. 
Moving on to the Patriots taking on the Dolphins, another divisional matchup here in week one. Miami's a three-point favorite at home. I'm going to go with the Patriots here. I'm not going to pick against Bill Belichick. Granted, the Dolphins are a much improved team. They brought in Tyreek Hill. The defense is still pretty good. However, I, I still don't trust Tua Tagovailoa. I just don't. I, I rather I trust Mac Jones more than I do Tua right now. Um, and plus, I trust Bill Belichick over uh, uh, Mike McDaniel's. Look, I think Mike McDaniel's can be good. I think he will be a good coach. However, Bill Belichick is probably one of the best NFL coaches of all time when it's all said and done with. So I'm I'm going to go with the Patriots here um, over the three points. I'm going to take the points and the Patriots. That's what I should say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've got Tyree Kill now. The Dolphins do. But can Tua be what the Dolphins drafted him to be? And until he he proves that he's the guy, I I can't take it. Not not in this scenario. Not not starting off against a division rival like the Patriots and and Mac Jones was arguably the best rookie quarterback last year. And not to mention Bill Belichick. Give me the Patriots. Next up, we have the Jaguars taking the road trip to, to Washington to take on the Commanders. Um, Washington is the three-point favorite. Obviously, Carson Wentz is new quarterback there in Washington. Um, Chase Young will not be on, on the field for the first four weeks. I think they put him on IR, uh, so he's not able to play for the first four weeks. Um, look, uh, three-point favorite there for Washington. Again, I know it's the Jags, and us Jag fans like to say we're jagging it up. I get it. But I'm taking the Jags here, and I'm not playing Bicey here. I'm really not. Look, the Jags have a – I mean, Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson. With Doug Peterson calling the plays and being the head coach, Trevor Lawrence is expected to make a huge jump. I think, you know, the defense is much improved. I think the pass rush is going to be much improved, adding Trayvon Walker on the other side of Josh Allen, um, adding Fikasi, Aloy Fuyakon, um, Chad Muma, Devin Lloyd. I think it's going to be a pretty – a much improved defense. And by the way, it's Carson Wentz, and Jaguars literally probably still live in his nightmares um, when it comes to the embarrassing Week 17 loss, Week 8, the 17th game loss um, that Carson Wentz suffered as a Colt last year. Um, by the way, Jim Irsay, uh, we're coming for you next week um, as you come down to your your own personal hell in Jacksonville that you haven't won since 2013. Jag fans, do what's right. Put up the tent because uh, we should all dress up as clowns once again, um, not to make fun of our franchise, but to uh, just make fun of Jim Irsay. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Awesome. <laughs> I still um, think that's great, man. Just put the just put the tin up, man. Just imagine the sights and sounds as the as the Colts are driving on their team bus, crossing the bridge, and it's just clown city. Oh. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Be oh. Great. That'd be hilarious. Uh, so back to the game at hand. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would be tempted if that if I knew it was clown theme I would I would I would fly down for that game that would be awesome um, and in honor um, of Doug Peterson we have ice cream sundays in shape of clowns like you would get as a kid where the cone oh would be the hat oh the, my the god only, the only thing that they serve at concession stands is McDonald's because of Ronald McDonald the clown. Um, <laughs> Jim Mersey shows up in the owner's box with a happy meal. 
Uh, anyway, back, back to the game. North Clown Talk. Um, yeah, like you said, Carson Wentz is the quarterback there in Washington. Uh, he, ever since he had his MVP season, he tore his ACL. He hasn't been the same. Jacksonville is on the uprise. They went out like 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 Cincinnati did. They went out and got quite a few key pieces uh, on both sides of the ball. Games at Washington, Washington a three-point favorite, but I'm taking the Jaguars, especially since the fact that Chase Young isn't playing this week. And the storyline of this game is really Doug Peterson versus Carson Wentz. I mean, that's the that's the storyline yeah. of the week. Yes, yes. So up next, we have the Browns at the Panthers. Uh, big one here in Ohio for Cleveland Browns fans is uh, they will be traveling to Carolina to take on their former quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Um, Carolina's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Pat's actually putting his picks in now. Well, damn, it's about in time. Um, so, yeah, we'll, let's run through this one. Maybe he was on the clown planning committee for that game next week. He, he might have been. He might have been. So, so we'll run through this one, and then we'll go back. No, he, let's all be real. He's too busy dressed up as Michael Myers and eating pumpkin stuff at his house. Yeah, he probably was. If you follow him on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, you'll see all that. Uh, I love so, Halloween and stuff, man. It's too damn early for pumpkin spice nonsense. I agree. That's like agree. drinking eggnog and starting drinking eggnog in October. Too There's early. Wrong with in October. I don't know, man. I love eggnog, but that's a little too early. Eggnog's like I, December 1st. If, if it wouldn't ruin the... Um, the the nostalgia and special speciality of it, I would say put eggnog as a year year round drink. But again, hey, I, we're I, I agree with tangents. that sentiment. We're getting off on tangents again. Um, yeah, that's what happens when we record late. And good point. Browns at Panthers. Um, call me a fool, but I don't think Baker knows shit in Carolina. Pardon the language. Uh, even though. Teddy, or not Teddy Bridgewater, but uh, Jacoby Brissett is starting for the yeah, quarterback for the Browns. Uh, the Browns still have one of the best running backs, one of the best offensive lines. Uh, they've got a top 10 defense. Give me the Browns in this one. Well, Rachel, I see what you're saying about um, Baker and, and Carolina, but unfortunately, um, the Browns do also have Jacoby Brissett, who in his tenure as an NFL quarterback really hasn't done too much. Um I hear what you're saying about Nick Chubb and all that, and Miles Garrett's still going to be pinning his ears back. Javion Clowney's going to do the same. That defense is going to be pretty good. But I think the problem is this is going to be a good Baker game. And when good Baker's playing good, he, he he's a top 15 quarterback. The problem is is he doesn't do that enough to where the, that's why he's a, um, you know, a questionable first-round pick, right? Um and that's for a back of a lack. That's for a lack of a better term. But when good Baker's good, like he was in that playoff run, he's shown that he could be a really good quarterback. And I think that's what we're going to see this Sunday in Baker Mayfield. Okay. All right. So let's go back through now, and we'll recap past picks. Um, so we'll start up at the top at college games. So Louisville, UCF. He's got UCF. Bama, Texas. He has Texas. Uh. He is taking Arkansas over uh, South Carolina. 
Vanderbilt over uh, Wake Forest. We'll be sure to add him in the prayer circle. Yeah, we'll add him into that as well. Uh, Tennessee over Pitt. Houston over Texas Tech. Uh, He's taking Iowa State as well. Um, He's taking Kentucky to either win or uh, cover the spread against Florida. Uh, It's a shocker. He's taking USC uh, and then Baylor. So go ahead and run through his uh, NFL picks real quick before we continue. Yeah, so so far Pat has the Bills, has the Bills, Bengals, Patriots, Commanders. Well, thanks, Pat. Panthers, Vikings. Well, oh, we no, have, hang on. We're not, well, we're not that far yet. Well, we are at the Vikings, so Pat has are, the Vikings. We are not at that point yet. Well, we're at that's the next game right there. Boom, right here. It's the next okay. game. You know what you're doing, I know. Yeah, so, man, I've done this a time or two. I know you have. So the Vikings is Pat's picks in the next game, which is the Green Bay Packers taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Green Bay, only a point-and-a-half favorite. Um, So Pat's going to take the Vikings, like I said before. I'm not picking against Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. I'm picking Aaron Rodgers until until it bites me in the butt. Yeah, even though they don't have a a really good number one, Aaron Rodgers, They've got uh, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon there in the backfield running back. They've still got a, a top-tier defense, um, and it's the Vikings. And Kirk Cousins, new coach, new playbook. Yeah, give me Green Bay. Moving on, we got the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Kansas City, a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Pat has the Chiefs. I'm also taking the Chiefs. Raceland says, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. So, in other words, he's taking the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, hopefully the Cardinals can do what they did last year. I mean, in week one, it, looking back on it, when we did our pickups last year, uh, they were playing at Tennessee. I picked the Titans to win, and the Cardinals ended up winning. However, week one through week six, Cardinals do not have DeAndre Hopkins. The Cardinals' defense is is not very good, especially when it comes to the secondary outside of Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson. Or, uh, yeah, Jalen Thompson, who just got signed to a deal. I love it. Um, the corners, however, is very questionable. That's where it's going to bite the Cardinals in the ass. Um, Byron Murphy, in my opinion, underrated corner. Uh, the trading for Trayvon Mullen uh, from the char- or from the Raiders was a great addition for the Cardinals. After that, it's a whole lot of BS. So, uh, yeah, give me the – it hurts to say, but give me the Chiefs. Uh, so, on to the next game. Uh, Pat, so we've got the Raiders at the Chargers. The Chargers are a three-point favorite. Um, Pat against the Price Prize is taking the Chargers. However, I am taking the Chargers as well. Um, being in LA, I think that I think it could end up being a close game, but maybe a four to seven point difference. Uh, I, I see the Chargers covering the spread, the three point spread. I mean, they're they're firing on all cylinders. They've got um, one of the top fantasy running backs in Austin Eckler. 
They've got one of the top quarterbacks, especially for being as young as he is, Justin Herbert. Uh, they've got a great receiving core. Their defense is stout. On the Raiders' flip side, they just added Devontae Adams, Derek Carr. They've got a pretty solid offensive line. Their defense is pretty good. The only question there for them is running back. And so when you question one position that the other team has a pretty good guy at, you've got to go with the opposition there. I'm going with Chargers. Yeah, I'm going with the Chargers too. I, I love Justin Herbert, especially at home. Um, they still got Keenan Allen. They still have a lot. They they really bolstered their defense, adding Khalil Mack, and on on the long on the other side of uh, Joey Bosa. Look, I I like what the Raiders did on the offseason, right? Adding Devontae Adams, but I still think it's going to take a little bit of time for that connection to really hit its peak. And I just think that's a really tough matchup opening up in the gates. A lot of divisional games in Week One, which is fun to see. And it's. So we got mixed up somewhere. I'll just let you take the left. Yeah, so coming up, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Tampa Bay, one-and-a-half-point favorite. Pat is going with Tampa Bay. I'm going with Dallas because it always seems like Dallas always starts off hot and Tampa Bay always struggles early on, um, especially with Tom Brady, as surprising that sounds. I think this is a game that you, I can easily see t- Dallas taking the win. So I'm taking the Buccaneers. I mean, it's it, it's Tom Brady. You don't bet against Tom Brady. Uh, and the Buccaneers again, all around great team. The Cowboys, however, Dak Prescott always seem to have a pretty good offensive line. Their defense is pretty solid. Um, except Trayvon Diggs, I will die on that hill to the day I die. He does not deserve to be considered one of the top corners. Yes, he had seven interceptions last year, led the league, but he also gave up over a thousand yards. Um, in my opinion, not a great corner. The reason he had seven interceptions is because quarterbacks know that they can target him and probably get some yards. Um, but again, back to the offensive side. They've got Zeke, solid running back, Tony Pollard, and a pretty decent backup. Problem lies within the receiving core. CeeDee Lamb's the only receiver they have right now because Michael Gallup is still out with an ACL injury. He's, he's been rehabbing it. He should be back this season at some point. Um, but with CeeDee Lamb being the only really receiver they have, I, I, I can't put myself to take the Cowboys on this one. And the last game of the NFL slate, we have the Denver Broncos taking the trip to Seattle for Russell Wilson's homecoming. First game as a Bronco and the first game not in the Seattle uniform. Um, Pat is taking Denver, which Denver is a six and a, a six point favorite. Um, so Pat's going Denver. I'm going with Denver. And Raceland, I can imagine you're going Denver as well. Yeah, give me the ponies. And with that being said, we're going to give Raceland the ponies there for the Broncos. <laughs> and that will do it. For the predictions episode of your favorite football podcast, I'm James and that was Raceland and thank you for listening.